yo, yo, and welcome back to the Banter Boys podcast. My name is Sanji, with me is Ross. How you doing, Ross? Welcome, welcome, welcome. Sanji, how's your international break been? Uh, it's been a little bit of a break. Um, I've yeah. not kept up with the international footy as much as I would have liked. I mean, I hear about the random goals, you know, Suchek scoring the hat-trick, KDB scoring goals for his international country, you know. Jota putting Portugal on his back, you know. There you go, bro. <laughs> so all the, all the mans them are coming through at the right time for playoffs, you know. But it was it was a good break, man. Um, we finally managed to put uh put up money for you know our little local community. We invested in some heavy duty goalposts. Gonna get some netting. So right now I'm actually missing a game to record with you tonight. So this is how much I love Whoa, our listeners. No way. Yeah, this is how much no I love way. our listeners. And you know wow, how much I feel honored. I fucking like take my footy seriously, bro. Like <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah. Our, like I remember. I remember, I think it was like three years ago, four years ago, during a Champions League final, and like people were like, yo, bro, the Champions League finals today. We're like, yeah, bro, that ends at like five, and we can play afterwards. And they're like, nah, 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 bro, the finals end. I'm like, no, like, let's, like, you know, I remember you were like fighting, yeah, bro, let's play. Yeah, bro, 100%. But you know what? You some can, people have, have some people rather play, watch. Why would you not play? Like, exactly. Come on. Exactly. Um, all right, Ross, before we get started... So, I started, feel honored right now. Thank you, mate. Before we get started, though, let us remind listeners how they can share our podcast and engage with us on Twitter. Us and our new 300-plus yes. followers. <laughs> so, listeners, you can catch us on Twitter. Our handle is at BantaB. On Twitter is our anchor website. You can catch us there and message us there as well. And you can message us... On Instagram, too, our handle is also at BantaB. We are on all major podcast platforms, so Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and we're on SoundCloud. Sanji, are we still coming soon on YouTube? Yeah, dude. I think I might need to um, give you some of that work to do. I think... Do you have iMovie by (laughs) any chance? Yeah. There you go. All right. So, I mean, if you have iMovie, we can, you know, create a movie and upload it like that. I mean, we probably shouldn't be airing yeah. our uh, admin laundry on air, but it's okay. It's all right. Um, okay. okay. Well, yeah, we'll, Sanji be, can we'll, record we'll it. be on YouTube soon. Don't worry. Don't worry. Um, yes. Okay, so just some quick admin stuff. Like, this episode is going to be, again, slightly different to our previous episodes. Because of the international break, we decided to split our usual content into episode 34, which you should go listen to if you haven't already, because it's a review of the Blank Gaming 29. Um, and in this episode, episode 35, what we're going to do is basically run through the injury updates because, you know, players were out on international duty and then run through the predictions and picks for the upcoming game week. Um, yeah, so hopefully it's a shorter pod than usual. It probably won't be, but let's try and have some fun while we're at it. All right, Ross, to get us started, just a couple of admin stuff. So I noticed that there were some fixture changes in Game Week 32 and Game Week 33. So I had a look on FPL, right? Because we play that as well. Uh, so in Game Week 32, it seems that Spurs are the only team to double in that Game Week. They'll be playing Everton and Southampton. And the team that is going to be blanking in that Game Week will be Crystal Palace. For Game Week 33 now... There are currently four teams that are blanking. Fulham, Man City, Southampton, and Spurs. Now, I'm not saying to go start dropping all these players because they're blanks, right? These fixture changes could happen overnight. So, you want to keep an eye out uh, while changes are happening, right? Um, If anything comes up, we'll also try to tweet it and let you guys know. But yeah, just try to try to be on Twitter. People are pretty much updating... Um, you know, fantasy news, fantasy fixtures almost every day, right? So as long as you're on Twitter, I feel like you'll get the latest information. Um, so before we jump onto the suspensions, I just want to also talk about, have a, maybe a couple of minutes to see wh- where this discussion goes. But man, Sergio Aguero finally leaving Manchester City. End of an era. Yeah, it was a long time coming. You kind of saw it because of how... Like, his injury record this year, and, like, even when he was kind of fit on the bench, he didn't really get a chance to play, but you're absolutely right. An absolute world-class of a player. I still remember, 
like I was where where I was when I was watching it that Aguero <laughs> right like out of nowhere yeah. so I mean I think that kind of encapsulates his entire career at what he did and provided for Man City and he's going to get a statue too outside of the Etihad so like good for him man Well I remember him for jump kicking David Luiz every single time they met but yeah I mean he's really good at scoring <laughs> On goals his butt? yeah remember that <laughs> was, like his butt <laughs> his thigh, like whatever he could kick um, but yeah, man, like I have Aguero in one of our leagues, um, patiently held him since our draft day. I had him like a, a sixth pick or something like that. Um, yeah, I, I remember people were trying to convince me that, you know, he's not going to play this season, bro. It's his last season. Zubain, I remember I even quoted himself in our group, bro, our co-op student, um, throwing shots, uh, firing <laughs> shots. But yeah, it's very sad to see him retire. I am still glad to hold on to him. Um, and you know what? He, he's back. He's playing again, even though there's images circulating of him crying, saying they're not passing me the ball, right? Uh, pelota. If, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, if yeah. you were a Sergio Aguero owner, right? With this news just having broken out, what would you do? I'd keep him. Like, you know what? He'll still get game time. It's not like he's going to be like, I'm leaving. I'm not going to play anymore <laughs> this season. It's just like how people kind of reacted to that Bale news, right? Oh, yeah, he's and going we were back like, to oh, Madrid, like right? Bale's leaving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going back to Madrid. But like, he cleared it up. Like he said it, like, I'm not leaving because I want to leave. I'm leaving because it's in my contract. And plus, if you think about it, Spurs aren't going to keep up with Bale's contract and his like salary. Yeah. And the only people that can afford it are the people who are paying for his salary right now. I think Spurs only pay for like 20-30% of his salary at the moment. Whereas Madrid kind of pays the rest. So he'd be like, no way am I going to take a huge pay cut to play for Spurs even though that's his team. And obviously he has a certain lifestyle he's trying to upkeep. Yeah, someone has to pay for his caddy, right? So Exactly, exactly. So, like, yeah, no, I wouldn't drop Quinn. Because I, re- I remember when the international break started as well. You talk about Gareth Bale. I think you offered Gareth Bale as, like, a trade. Like, uh, like you know, if anyone wants him. And then I think people, like you mentioned, were afraid about that news, right? So even with that news coming out, as yeah. a Gareth Bale owner, are you going to try and still trade him? Or are you happy to own him then? If people, if people, if I get a good enough trade, I mean, sure. But at the end of the day, I'm just going to kind of keep doing... Uh, I'm going to keep him. I'm not going to drop him. Like, I think he's still worth to kind of keep on your team. Yeah, because I still think he has goals and assists in him. Just because he got benched or rotated. Yeah. That's more Mourinho madness than anything, right? I know. Like, Mourinho doesn't want to get him tired for some reason. Like, I don't get it, man. Like, 63 minutes, you're out. Or, like, because he played, like... Because he came on around the 60th minute and he played to the extra time of the Europa game. Mm. Uh, so I'm assuming that's why he was benched for the whatever uh, for the Premier League game, but whatever. Like that's Mourinho doing Mourinho stuff. I don't think that's anything got to do with him leaving. Yeah, exactly. All right, Ross. Uh, I think now is a good time for us to run through the suspension injury uh list or whatever. So I know typically what we said was we would go on like the official Fantasy Premier League website and go get the status updates on that. So. Honestly, they haven't been great with their updates this season. People have been missing and they haven't flagged them on it. So I decided to go to the godfather of all injury table updates, uh, Mr. Ben Dinnery himself. Uh, he's got a website, premierinjuries.com. And I feel like he pretty much updates that every day, every five minutes. Uh, so if you don't know who I'm talking about, go follow him at Ben Dinnery. So that's at B-E-N, the word dinner and just the letter Y. So Ben Dinnery, right? And go follow him. You'll get all your injury updates, all the latest news, even players coming back from international breaks, etc. Right? So the injury list uh, to start us off, to start us off, Arsenal. So William and Saka are rumored to have a couple of knocks on their calf and hamstring, respectively, but they should be expected back uh, after the international break. Uh, ESR is currently building fitness as well uh, for Aston Villa. Uh, Grealish apparently is pain-free and running on grass again. He was pictured, um, I think earlier today, he posted a picture himself. Uh, so that is definitely one to keep an eye out for because I don't really trust Dean Smith and him saying, oh yeah, Grealish is definitely back next game week. 
I live in the real world, not the fantasy world. And then that. <laughs> um, Courtney should be training. Courtney with a K house should be training. Uh, and maybe you could possibly see him on a team sheet um, in the early part of April. Whereas Wesley is still building up his fitness from his serious injury. Uh, for Brighton, Webster could be also back after the break uh, following his ankle injury. Uh, but the same remains for Lamptey and March. Drop them. They're not going to be back for the rest of the season. For Burnley, Cork, Taylor, Ashley Barnes all have thigh niggles. Uh, the first two should be closer to return in April versus the latter. For Chelsea, uh, Thiago Silva still has his thigh injury. I don't think you're going to see him until the later end of April. Uh, Jorginho, uh, Mendy, Cho and Mount should be back after the international break. But I think Conte might take a bit longer because he was rumoured to have picked up an injury with the France international squad. For Crystal Palace, McCarthy, Klein, Mitchell, and Ferguson should be back after the break. Sacco and McCarthy are long-term injuries. For Everton, James, Olsen, and Pickford, again, should be back after the break. Ducore is still a long-term injury. Um, and yeah, everyone else is not really an asset that I would be chasing, like Gabamin or Delph. Uh, for Fulham, Bobby Reed should be back after the break. For Leeds, Liam Cooper, Rodrigo, and Bamford should be back after the break as well. Uh, apparently, Click got COVID, so he might take a bit longer to come back. Uh, Leicester. Uh, Barnes is currently under post-op recovery, I believe. I uh, should see him maybe towards the later end of April. Uh, under Ricardo and Madison could be back after the international break, though. I saw Madison like playing, uh, like I don't know, casually on like some somebody's backyard field or something like that. It looks okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What was he eating for dinner? Uh, he didn't post this time, unfortunately. Ah. Uh, yeah, uh, I I messaged him, but he didn't respond either. So I'm working on it though. I'm one before like we retire from the Banter Boys podcast, we will get a player to respond to us. We will. Yes. 100%. Maybe start small, not as big as James Madison. Probably, but you know, <laughs> we just need we just need to get him to do one of his celebrations. Be like James Madison, do the celebration. Yeah, and then he'll reach true, out to us. True, 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 true. For Liverpool, Henderson uh, could be back later end of April. Jordan, that is. Uh, Firmino and Origi could be back after the break. Firmino's in training. Oh, he's in training. Okay, so yeah. I guess he he, sh- he shook off whatever he had then. Um, for Man City, of course, they have no fucking injuries. Um, <laughs> Manchester United, uh, Mata and Rashford had a couple of niggles. Um, but I think uh, more so Rashford should be back after the break. Martial was feeling some pain in his knee um, from the last international fixture. And I think it's just uh, some tests that they need to run um, on him. It's not considered anything serious. And Greenwood's return date is not available at the moment. So I'm not sure what's up with that. Uh, Newcastle. Ooh. ASM should be back in April. Callum Wilson is still like in proper recovery. Don't think they're going to be back like till, probably till mid to late April, man. Dubravka should be back, though. Uh, and Hayden and Shar are done for the season. For Sheffield United, Egan, Shar, Basham, Burge, O'Connell, and Robinson all out until April or later. Basically, like just avoid Sheffield United, guys. For Southampton, Walcott and Ings are rumored to be back after the break. I know Walcott had a much more serious injury. Uh, for Spurs, Son, Lamella, Reguillon, Davies, and Doherty should all be able to have shaken off their knocks and be back after the international break as well. West Brom have no injury news, but I mean, it's West Brom. Do they really? I don't know. Are they really missing anyone? I mean, are they really staying up? Don't think so. Uh, West Ham, Ogbonna, Fornals, Yarmolenko, and Masuaku. They should all be back as well after the international break. And for Wolves... Podence, Patricio, Marcel, and Jimmy all should be back after the international break. Though, I would say Podence probably late April, and <laughs> Jimmy, I would still consider that like Dean Smith's up- update with Grealish. Oh, he'll be back soon. He'll be back soon. Do you think Podence will be late April? He has started running again, as per Nuno. Well, I, I say late April to be like on the very hopeful side. Starting. Yeah. 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 Like, okay. as in he'll probably be in like the... the like the match sheet, like the on the bench or anything. Like I don't think he's gonna start yeah, games okay. right off the bat, right? Like with muscular no, 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 injuries, no. you gotta take your time with that shit. So. Yeah, yeah, and that's from experience. <laughs> um. Mm. All right. So that is the player status updates. Um. Again, if you didn't get any of that, go follow at Ben Dinnery on Twitter. 
Um, and his website again, premierinjuries.com. And he's got an injury table that he pretty much updates every day. All right, Ross, I think now we can run through predictions and picks. It's going to be funny, though. We haven't had like a proper break um, <laughs> for a while. So I'm not sure if we can like blindly uh, consider form that teams had before the break, you know? Yeah. But let's so, take a crack at it. So to start us off, Chelsea mm-hmm. versus West Brom. Uh, I think it's going to be a Chelsea win. Two now. All right, all right. You got faith in our boys, but I got faith in our boys too. So I'm gonna go for a three nil win. Sanji, now that we're on this, yeah. are we doing this trade or not, or do you want Ziyech back? All right, we were supposed to talk about this. Okay, yeah, I probably should take Ziyech back because I don't have a lot of all right, man, and I've got way too many forwards. So yeah. <sighs> I'm sorry, bro. I know you right, really wanted right. Ziyech, especially now that he was like coming into form, scoring some really important goals. Like, it, it's just like I was telling you though in the WhatsApp group, right? I've he was like my second draft pick, and I've had patience with him throughout this entire bullshit period. So now that like he's finally coming good, I'm like, okay, maybe like the patience will pay off, and he'll be like the difference maker. Um, come the end of the season for playoffs and stuff, you know, because we're like chasing Champions League spots and stuff still, right? So it'll be interesting. We'll see. I mean, you can make the exact same case for Timo Werner, but I get it. You know what? Like, I think Timo Werner and Hakim Ziyech are very similar players and kind of what they went through and what they're offering. Yeah. But yeah, sure. Cool. After this, we can, I can send you the trade back. S- See, and that's why I think you should hold on to Timo Werner because you... <laughs> I know how painful it was for you during our draft. I still remember you're like, oh God, don't make me pick Raheem Sterling, bro. And that's why you went Timo Werner. So I still think... I still think, like, have patience in him and he will pay... pay like, he will score goals, man. He he will. He should. He should, yeah. <laughs> oh. Alright, okay. Alright, next game. Leeds, Go on, Sanji. Leeds versus... Oh, Sanji, we gotta talk about picks oh, first. Oh, yeah, true. Picks. Right, right. Um, by the way, my prediction for this one was gonna be 3-0. Um, the picks. Yeah. Uh, what picks do you have from West Brom, man? Honestly, I don't know how it happened, but for some reason, it's only that... Like, okay, the attacking players are get that get points are probably already gone, but the ones who are getting points are and are still in the pool are still probably in the pool, are like defenders and goalies. So, Kyle Bartley, he had a big drop in ownership, 16%. Sam Johnson, 22%. And Connor Townsend, 6%. All of them, two of them are goalie defenders and one of them is a goalie. So, take that what you may, especially against considering you're going up against a top four contender. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, For me, I will suggest Kovacic. 45% owned. I'm suggesting him because of the recent Conte injury news. He's probably going to end up playing now. And Christensen, 42% owned. Pick him up while Thiago Silva's out. He could rotate with the likes of Zuma as well. So it's just one to watch out because I feel like the Chelsea defense is one that you want to be part of um, for the run-in towards the end of the season. All right. So the next game, Leeds versus Sheffield United. What have you got for this? 2-2 two, two draw. I don't know why I said 2-2 two, two draw. 2-2. Two, two. <laughs> um, you have a lot of confidence in the Sheffield attack or no confidence in the Leeds defense? Which one? A bit of a bit of both, you know what? Like, they did put a decent showing against Chelsea. In the cup game, yeah. And, like, yeah, so I'm like, I don't know. It's, like you've said, like, they've got nothing to go, f- nothing to play for at this point. They've got a new manager. Chris Wilder left, you know what? Like, you know. Let's just go for it. And I think Leeds would be a good opportunity for them to go for I'm it. I'm going to say Leeds 2-0. I think Sheffield are done. Done, 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 done. I think with us, like, I don't know, man. It's just that McGotrick loves playing us, bro. That's why he nearly scored against us. Like, And also, we talked about, like, Chelsea struggling to, like, score enough goals and kill te- kill teams off early. Like, we've got good defense, but in terms of, like, regular goal scoring, I feel like that's why Sheffield got a chance, like, a sniff at, and even, like, a, I don't know, possibility of them going through to the next stage. But I, I think Leeds are still just going to be too much for them to handle. Like, they don't stop running, man. Yeah, 2-0 for me. Yeah. What are the picks that you have? 
So I was looking at some of the numbers and in the last 60 days, the highest averaging player is Ramsdale with 5.97. <laughs> so whatever you're doing, like you said before, proceed with caution, yeah. right? Like you've got, but I'll, I'll, I'll throw off a pick who I think would be like the, like the top of those, like those players. So a uh, goalie defense. So Ramsdale might get points because Sheffield do like, or Leeds do like to shoot. McGoldrick, 17% owned. Like, you know, is frequently involved in the attack and Norwood just because of his ability on set pieces, who's 16% owned. Yeah, those are definitely good shouts. Like, I mean, if Sheffield was to score, I would think McGoldrick is going to get something, right? I'm pretty sure he's like the top scorer this season too. McGoldrick. McGoldrick, of course. Love him. All right. The picks that I'm going to suggest, Liam Cooper, 40% owned and Urente, 21% owned. I mean... If I'm going to predict a clean sheet mm-hmm. for Leeds, then I'm going to have to back my bet, right? So, say the centre-backs. And Cooper loves picking up those ghost points. So, you can't go wrong there. All right, next game, Ross. Leicester versus Manchester City. 3-1 Leicester. I'm just going away <laughs> with these, like, super out-of-the-blue left-field, you know, score lines, But 3-1 Leicester. All right, you know what? If we're doing out-of-the-left-field sort of predictions then I'm going to go for a draw. I'm going to go for a 1-1. Because I do I yeah. do agree. Come on, bro. I do agree that Leicester can do some damage, man. They hit some proper form right before international break. They seem to have found a system with Kelechi, right? Minus Madison and minus Barnes. We thought they were going to drop off because of that. But look at how they've come through. So, Ras, what are the picks mm-hmm. that you have to suggest from Man City? With Man City, you know most of the players are going to be gone. But, like... Like, wait till the lineups come out and see kind of owns who... the Currently, who you might be able to get is Ferran Torres, 46% owned. Mendy, 28% owned. Fernandinho, 18% owned. Ake, 26% owned. And I'm the only reason I'm throwing this pick in here is because his ownership has gone up 10%. So, maybe people know something that I don't. So, <laughs> take that what you may. But, I mean, if Pep is serious about winning the Champions League, then he's going to have to like not stretch his squad but play his like his second center back third center back fourth center back whatever right so he's gonna have to use his squad so maybe that's why people think that Aki is going to get a late run of games in the prem right because if they are able to seal the mm-hmm. title early then he can just give playing time to the guys that haven't been playing the season right so Aki is not a bad yeah. shout at all but definitely one to watch right it's when the sheet comes out, just go grab them. That's how Man City typically works. For Leicester, Ayose yeah. Perez, 40% owned, and Al Brighton, 13% owned. And I think these are also a similar situation with Man City players. Is If they start, then go pick them up. Because they are not guaranteed starting spots, I think. Especially with players coming back from injury with the likes of Madison and Barnes. Alright, next game. Arsenal versus Liverpool. Uh, 2-2. You don't have no faith in your boys. You're playing away. You're not playing at Anfield, mate. Yes, but like, man, we always like after international break. I think the only like solace here is that uh, like some of the Brazilian players didn't go off, and like none of our English players went off. But like Jota played tonight, Genie played tonight. I think Thiago went on international duty too. I'm uh, almost certain, right? So like, that's. And Salah Mane obviously went on international duty as well. So, uh, like, it's just those things. I'm just like, you know what? Yeah, Arsenal obviously had a lot of players obviously go for international break too. But, I, our te- like, Liverpool always has this slump right after the international break. So, but, so that's why I'm going to go like, you know what? 2-2. It's a safe. This one's I'm playing it safe. <laughs> so, I'm going to give the win to Liverpool 3-2. So, you know that wild scoreline that you and Andres predicted last time? I feel like Arsenal has some yeah. goals that they could concede again, you know? And your boys are... Your boys need to bounce back, right? You're, you're really fighting for a position in the table right now. So, you guys, I feel, need to win more than Arsenal does. Because I feel like Arsenal's hopes and dreams are right now in the Europa League. So, yeah, 3-2 to Liverpool. Mm-hmm. What are the picks that you're going to suggest, though? Nat Phillips, 16%. And Curtis Jones might or might not start, but he's 11% owned and keep an eye out on him. Yeah, because like the whole international break stuff, 
So I'll suggest Callum Chambers. It's one that we actually suggested during the blank game week. And he came out with two assists, I think, out of that wild 3-3 draw versus West Ham. Yeah. Yeah, So he looked really good. And I think, Ross, I had mentioned to you that it was either that game or one of the games before, he had put in double the amount of crosses that Kieran Tierney had put in, right? I think it was like eight attempted or something Mm -hmm, wild mm -hmm. like that. But he could be their yeah. right-back solution because I feel like Bellerin is starting to lose favor with Arteta. And I've seen articles and even heard from fans about um, uh, the possibility of Bellerin possibly even leaving in the transfer window. Um, because we talked about Chambers uh, getting absolutely annihilated by Jefferson Montero of Swansea uh, seasons ago. Um, and maybe he would never play right back again, but you know what? It's it's probably one to watch for sure because Arsenal has a great run of fixtures for the rest of the season. All right, so the next game: Southampton versus Burnley. Two one Southampton. Oh no, Danny Ings is Danny Ings going to be back for this? If Danny Ings is I, back, maybe. I don't. I don't think so, but I still think even without it, I think there is some hope for Southampton. Like, yeah. Like, they did, they had a decent game last time, right? The FA Cup um, was really good as well. Redmond and so, uh, Armstrong played yeah. really, really well. Yeah, so that's kind of what I'm kind of going for. Yeah, so I will go with a 3-1 to Southampton. Because I think the likes of Chris Wood and them are still fit and playing. And I still think they can possibly score against a weak Southampton defense. But if... If what you're saying, like, if I'm going to, like, maybe go with a bit of what you're saying in terms of, like, uh, the form team, then, yeah, probably go Southampton 3-1 then. What are the picks that you're going to suggest? Uh, again, one of those things that you kind of wait and see if they start, but Vidra, he's been playing pretty well recently, yeah. 3% owned. Okay. Uh, Redmond, for me, 37% owned, uh, and that's solely based off of his FA Cup performance as well. I think he got, like, two goals and an assist or something like that. So, yeah, uh, it, especially if Ings is still out injured, there's going to be some playing time for him. All right, next game, Newcastle versus Spurs. Uh, 2-0 to Spurs. So, I'm going to go for a 2-1 to Spurs. The thing is, a lot of people have risen off Newcastle as the third team to get relegated, but I still think they can stay up, man. Because we talked about this, I think, um, not on our last episode, but probably a couple ones before that. I feel like Newcastle can score more goals than Fulham between now and the end of the season. You said it on the last episode. And I still stand by it. Like, I still think if they get ASM and Wilson back with a few games to spare, because, I mean, their last two games are versus Sheffield and Fulham as well, right? And those are pretty much cup final games for them. Because from now until then, I think they're playing like a bunch of like the top six teams, Newcastle. So mm-hmm. it is it is a tough time to, for them for sure. Um but yeah, I'm gonna go two one Spurs still. I think like Hurricane and Co. might just be too much for their defense. Uh what are the picks that you're gonna suggest from Spurs? So I'm more like kind of keeping an eye on, on defenders who might get the start. So Tanganga, nine percent owned, Rodon, eight percent owned, and Regulion is like like uh like he's like in slowly warming up training, but nothing like not full team training. So Ben Davies, eighteen percent owned, might get the start instead. Yeah, and just a word of caution, like the defenders that Ross mentioned, I believe most of them also started versus Aston Villa in that last game, right? Even though they got the mm-hmm. clean sheet, mm-hmm. they were not comfortable to look at. It made me nervous the entire yeah. game. Yeah. So, don't be surprised if they mm-hmm. play a team with a better attack that they can concede, right? I'm not saying that Newcastle has a better attack, <laughs> right? But I'm saying that I don't, I just, I don't have faith in Spurs' defense. Um, the picks, though, for me from Newcastle, Frazier, 35% owned. He's on some set pieces. And Willock, 29% owned. Willock is just a workhorse. He just gets ghost points. I mean, if you ignore the Brighton game, he's been a rock star since he joined Newcastle. Yeah. All right. Aston Villa versus Fulham. One one. Even if Grealish is back, huh. <laughs> that's a that's a tough one. That's a tough. Okay, one. let's do if Grealish is back. Like I, 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 two one. Okay. Aston Villa. Yeah. 
Yeah, so like if 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 Grealish was and injured, then you're going with draw one one. Yeah, I think regardless of if Grealish is playing or not, I will go for an Aston Villa win just because I don't think Fulham can score. So it's just the scoreline is going to be different in terms of like more goals if Grealish plays, right? So I'm gonna go for a simple one nil win to Villa. Were you, were you gonna say something though? No, I was just like I I I have some faith in Fulham's defense, yeah. right? It's apart from like that city game, like they've shown solid, like and leads, I guess to a certain extent, but they've shown solid defensive yeah, resiliency. They have. So, and without Grealish, I don't think I don't think that attack is kind of complete. Like they weren't able to score against a super shaky Spurs defense. That's true. Against a Fulham one, which is a bit more solid, I'm just like I would then prefer. An, uh, like a like you know like a nil nil over a one one, but I still think there might be a couple of goals in this game. That's a fair point. That's a fair point. Yeah, I I think the nil nil draw sounds like after having like discussed it that that sounds like what it could be. Um, but you know mm-hmm. what? I I'll still give Villa that that edge one nil. Let's see how it goes. Uh, what is the pick that you're gonna yeah. suggest from Fulham though? Uh, Mario Lamina seems to be getting a lot more playing time. Uh, I know we've kind of put out other midfielders and other kind of defenders who are like on Fulham's roster, but Lemina is one that like we haven't really kind of suggested. He's 7% owned, but he is yellow card prone. Yeah. Like, I don't know. He just loves like kind of lunging into tackles and like giving away yellow cards. Plus often he's like that player that kind of stops the counter attack yeah. and will get kind of carded for that. So. That's the only caution that I'd kind of proceed with. Yeah, man. It, it's funny. Like, I listen to FPL players um, when people get yellow cards. They're like, oh, man, minus one. They have not played fan tracks. <laughs> yeah, man. Minus three. <laughs> oh. All right. So the pick I'm going to suggest from Aston Villa is I think it's going to be a watch and see because if Grealish is fit and starts, I don't think he's going to be back in the starting lineup for that run of games. And his name is Trezeguet, 42% owned. He was getting some game time where towards the latter end of while Grealish was out because I think El Ghazi was pretty mm-hmm. much just shooting every time he got the ball, not really passing the ball. <laughs> so that's probably why Trezeguet got the spot. But yeah, uh, 42% owned. Um, go pick him up if you can. All right, next game, Manchester United versus Brighton. Uh, 2-0 uh, United. To Brighton. Oh, damn. <laughs> Nah, I have to be objective. Uh, screw your objectiveness or objectivity. Yeah, again, we're not an English pod. We're here for a draft, okay? Um, so 2-0 to United. Okay, I think I will go for a 3-2 to Brighton. <laughs> uh, like the reverse reverse scoreline of the, yeah, like the last exactly, one, exactly. Because, like, they got mad shafted, bro. How do you blow the final whistle and then lose the game? Like, what is that? Yeah. What is that? All right, so the picks that I'm going to suggest from Manchester United, uh, before you give your picks, Ross. uh, Telesh, uh, 18% owned. And the reason I wanted to go first is because I know you've been fond of Alex Telesh this season. Uh, You've been an owner, probably still own him in one of your leagues. And the reason I No, said, not anymore. <laughs> okay, so the reason I suggested <laughs> him was because of, you know, United is w- another one of those teams that is that has European commitments, right? Um, so they will also be committed to fi- finishing, uh, you know, in the top four as well, right? So they will need to use their squad properly. So I feel like maybe Telesh could get a run of games in the Prem. Maybe Shaw would get the important games in the Europa League, right? While they try to win that tournament as well. So... I don't know. How do you feel about that suggestion for a pick for us? I think, like, is Teles on or Teles on uh, international break too? Uh, I'm not sure. Check the list that I sent. Yeah, yeah, he is. Okay. Yeah, he is. Luke Shaw is Luke Shaw is on international break and Alex Teles isn't. So, and England play tomorrow. So, I think based off that, it might kind of be worth it. I know a lot of these European players are coming back after tomorrow's games. So keep an eye out on that. But like it's kind of worth a shout. Especially if you can kind of get the player now. And kind of see some of these things. If you have a player to drop. United 
Brighton is one of the last games too. Yeah. But like, if you have a player player to drop, might be worth it. But then I think in those moments, you can also kind of look at players from Brighton. Like I'm gonna suggest Welbeck, thirty three percent owned, Lalana twenty eight thirty eight percent owned, and Dan Byrne twenty percent owned. Like these are also decent assets, right? Welbeck's kind of going up against the old team, and like that's always really fun. Lalana is a former Liverpool player, you know. And he did score against United in that 1-1 draw, right? Exactly. So, and Dan Byrne, just like, you know, one of those Brighton defenders that gets points. But like, maybe if Sanji's predicting like a, like a three, like two goals conceded. So maybe not, but <laughs> Welbeck and Lalana are definitely yeah. two picks to kind of check out. Um, yeah. So I, I think definitely that, that's a good point about the whole international break and players coming back late and whatnot. So yeah, it could just be like one of those one game week punts that we're suggesting, uh, the ones with such low ownership, right? But again, like if you mm-hmm. can afford to wait until the lineup, then wait, right? Because I don't think anyone's rush, rushing to pick up Talish right now. All right. Yeah. The next game, Everton versus Crystal Palace. It's a tricky one for me. I'm going to go for like a 1 1. Yeah, I'm also going to go for a draw, but a I'm going to go for a 2 2. It's tricky because like Zaha is back fit, right? And Everton aren't very convincing from a defensive perspective, even though Allen is back. Yeah. And your boy Decore is missing, right? So that's a major blow for them. Huge, right? In terms of like that defensive stability and that like composure. And the counter. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So in terms of that, I don't think Alan or Andre Gomez or Tom Davies can like kind of fill in that role that Ducore does. Yeah, for sure. So the pick that I'm gonna suggest from Everton, uh, or watch and see pick again. Like it, wait until the lineups come out and then go pick him up. Especially if he is playing in that right wing back role. Uh, Alex it will be only fourteen percent owned. Hopefully, um, Carlo is going to roll up the back three for the rest of the season. And if that's the case, it will be, I think, um, could be one pick to watch out for. What about you, Ross? What are you gonna, who are you gonna suggest from Crystal Palace? Um, Milovojevic is finding some form. Uh, he had a goal in the, in his last game and an assist in the game before. He's 26% on. Joe Ward, too, is getting the nod over, uh, Klein. So, and he's 3% on, has been p- performing pretty decently in the past few games. So, keep an eye out on that, too. Yeah, definitely. Joel Ward has really flown under the radar. Uh, even though, like, he concedes some goals here and there, he his, like, ghost points are pretty decent for a Crystal Palace defender. Mm-hmm. So, good shout, for sure. All right, and the last game, Wolves versus West Ham. 2-0 West Ham. Oof, no faith for the Wolves, man. Oh, that is an interesting one. I will, you know, that's not a bad shout at all for West Ham to just dominate that game because looking at Wolves try to score goals is very painful. Um, and Podence isn't back yet, right? No, yeah. Uh, so I will go for a 1-0 West Ham win because I, I think that the Wolves' defense is is getting better because, like, you know, Johnny's back and that balance is back and everything. Uh, Bully played decent against you guys as well. Um, he put up some good points. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'll go for a 1-0 win to West Ham. Uh, what is the pick that you're going to suggest? Uh, Said Ben Rama, one of the only picks that's kind of available. I don't know if Fornals is going to be back. But I know he's, I said he might be back because it's like a two-week break. But I don't think he will be for this game. So, Said Ben Rama, 38% owned, might get like the nod if they play like the 4-2-3-1 and he can play on like the right, that left wing or something. So... That's kind of who I'm going for. That's a good shout. Uh, for me, I will suggest Rui Patricio. If he's uh, declared fit um, and uh, he's glad to play, like he's a good keeper to own for the last set of fixtures. And I'll also, again, suggest Johnny, 27% owned. Uh, he's fit again. Hopefully, uh, you know, knock on wood, throw assault over the back, all the voodoo stuff that Ross calls. Um, he remains fit for the rest of the season. Uh, I think he'll he'll be a good pick to help you um, out during your playoffs as well. And that is the picks, and that is the predictions, and that's all we had planned. Yeah. <laughs> Sanji, we tried, I think we tried extending it, and we only got to like 42, 43 minutes. And there's fluff that we need to cut out as well. So I consider this a massive success. <laughs> All right, exactly. Russ, why don't you remind listeners how they can share our podcast and engage with us? 
Yep. So, listeners, you can catch us at Twitter and uh, Instagram. Our handle for both of them is at Band2B. We use Anchor FM to distribute our platform. So, it distributes to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts, and a bunch of these small little podcast platforms, too. And we're on SoundCloud. And soon to be on YouTube. And coming soon. <laughs> to, to a YouTube channel near you. <laughs> all right Russ is there anything else that you want to add any final words final touches because it's only Tuesday right and the gimmick's not starting until Saturday oh by the way we didn't do our Twitter questions we got Twitter questions and we were supposed to do those oh yeah Sanji let's do that <laughs> um, that's a I think that's a solid way to, to end. end the podcast probably yeah, right. yeah 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 we need to do Twitter yeah. questions oh man I completely forgot all right Ross, you want to pull those up, mate? Yeah, I'm in. Okay, Sanji, I know you put a bunch of threads in, so I do understand there will be a lot of questions. A lot, like it's probably only like two questions. Like I a think. lot of places. I think there's only like two or three questions. So we get too many. And it, I mean, if we need okay. extra questions, um, we have ones that were came into our DMs as well. Um, but let's start with the okay. ones that are on the Twitter. All right. Okay. So. Uh, we have a question. We have a question from Andres. Now that the international break is over, how do you see Rodriguez hauling for the rest of the season? Sanji, what do you think? I mean, if he stays fit, mate, that's the biggest thing, right? Um, yeah. If he got proper rest, then yeah, I would love to own him for the rest of the season. Because I think Everton are still gonna try and fight for some sort of a European spot. Uh, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I would love to own him. If if he if current owners think that he's shite, then go fucking try to trade and get him. Like I still think he's an amazing player. Yeah, but like I think that's the only thing. His fitness is really the issue. I don't think I think that's the only kind of grain of salt that you have to consider. Okay, Sajji, um, uh, we've got a question. Thanks, Andres. Oh, and Andres asked when he wants to be on the pod next. Andres, you are more than welcome to show up every week and any week, and we'd be happy to have you. There you go. Sanji, am, am I good to say that? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I want to make sure yeah, I get yeah, Sanji's yeah, yeah, yeah. consent on this, too. <laughs> we didn't discuss it off air, but yeah, 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 yeah. Um, we have a question. For, we have two questions from FPL Tractor Boy. Hey, guys, I'm fifth pick in a normal FPL draft league and unsure which order to try for waivers. Reckon you can rate these in order. Armstrong, Minamino, Ziyech, Bertrand Traore, Jorginho, Pogba. Okay, bro. Like, first up has to be Ziyech, right? (laughs) (laughs) Ross. Yes, yes, I agree, I agree. Uh, The second one, I feel like we might uh, start to deviate from each other. Who are you going to suggest? Armstrong. Really? I was actually going to suggest either Jorginho or Pogba. I I think Jorginho might kind of keep getting the start at the moment because of that Conte injury, right? Yeah. Pogba, it's one of those things is, yes, he will play. Yes, he is one of their best midfielders. But does he play consistently and can he keep up that fitness consistently? True. That's my only thing. True. So if we're... Ziyech, definitely first, but I think Armstrong is a good shot for second, a second in yeah. terms of what he provides to the... Yeah, what he provides to the team, right? I'm I'm looking at a reference to the team. So, um, Jorginho will only score when he gets a penalty. Yeah, or maybe a once in a blue moon assist. Ball yeah. of the top. Yeah, ball of the top sort of thing, yeah. right? So, I think Armstrong will be more involved in goals and assists yeah. than Jorginho and Pogba. That's my only reason why. Okay, so then why don't we say like ZH, Armstrong, Jorginho, then Pogba? Yeah, I think I think that's I think that's a good shout. I would keep then Minamino and then Bertrand Traore. Ooh. I would go Bertrand Traore, then Minamino. For playing time. Fair enough. But till Danny Ings is out, like, you know That's also a fair point. Uh Minam- Minamino might kind of keep getting the nod at the moment. Bertrand Traore, we know, is very dependent on that Jack Grealish combination but even when Jack Grealish is back and this is what I've noticed when I've seen Aston Villa play is that Bertrand Dore is a very he's solid defensively and he can provide that at like that that attacking output but when Dean Smith wants to kind of keep a solid def- like defensive back line and a solid like kind of composed shape he will not attack as much as his 
as Jack Grealish or as obviously Ollie Watkins and whoever is kind of playing on that left side, Trezeguet, El Ghazi or, or Barkley or whoever, right? So that's one thing I've noticed. So in terms of like goal output, he's, his goal involvement has definitely gone down even when Jack Grealish was playing. So yeah, one thing to kind of see. Good point. All right, next question. Okay. I think... He has a second question. Yeah. yeah, he has second question. So he starts it off with second question. Harvey Barnes, where does he sit now? Back on the eleventh, back. Uh, but Nacho smashing it, and surely top two won't get broken up. Madison back before Barnes two in place of Perez. A wasted waiver, surely. Yeah, we talked about what this on today's Sanji? episode, right? We uh, we yeah. talked about um. We talked about them when we were suggesting the picks for the lesser Man City preview, right? Um, with Perez, is mm-hmm. that, yeah, I think that would be a waste of uh, a waiver spot. Because I honestly don't think Barnes is going to be back until the late part of April, man. That injury did not sound comfortable at all. <laughs> like, a piece of yeah. like patella coming off or something? Yeah, and like, so, I'm assuming, I don't know, uh, I think our, the the, pe- the person who's asking this question plays FPL draft instead of fan tracks. Yeah. So it's not even like you see the lineup and you pick up the player, right? Your lineup locks ahead of time. Yeah. So, uh, as from what I remember when I played, when we played FPL draft a few times. So it's like you can't even be like, oh, you see Harvey Barnes starting instead of XYZ, go pick him up, right? Yeah. But like at, at, at the moment, I don't think he, he's absolutely right. I don't think Vardy and Inacho would be broken up. And I think the only difference would be that Perez comes off and Madison kind of comes back in his place. Yeah, to play in the hole, right? So, yeah, exactly. So that's kind of what I'm looking at. Yeah, I agree. Completely agree. All right. And Sanji, we've got questions that we kind of asked, that people ask us in our DMs. So, uh, Sanji, um, playing time for Ziyech, what do you think? You asked for him back, so I'm assuming you have a lot of faith in him? Yeah, I think, honestly, he will get played as much as he can. Um, I think now he's finally getting fitter and fitter. I mean, he scored very important goals, both the Champions League and the FA Cup, right? Um, so I think he will be a big part of whatever Chelsea is trying to achieve moving forward for the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, Almiron worth a shot as a relegation scrapper? For FPL, I don't think I would get him. For fan tracks, I would. Because you know how much we highly rate uh, Miggy, right? Yeah. I, I think there will be a Newcastle asset um, that you pick up or will come out on top for the last set of game weeks as they fight for their lives, right, from the relegation battle. So if not Miggy, then maybe Frazier or ASM. If you're looking at Newcastle midfield mm-hmm. um, specifically. Uh, with Thiago, or time to drop Dawson after some poor returns. Ooh, Dawson scored yeah, some like own goals. Yeah, like back-to-back own goals, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. So, I wouldn't sweat that. I think that's just like bad luck. Yeah, those are aberrations. Yeah. Like, you know, like not like you're not going to be an own goal top scorer or something. So. <laughs> Which he might be at, at this moment. Maybe. Sanji, like, that's, that's some good trivia. Yeah, for real. That is some damn good trivia. <laughs> All right. Um, but no, I think you keep Dawson. Like, I think West Ham's defense is still good. They just came up against a good Arsenal side, right? And we did predict a high-scoring draw for that game, right? Um, the other own goal mm-hmm. was... It, it was just unlucky, man. Like, yeah, hold on to him. Have faith. I think Dawson can still score yeah. goal, another goal or two before the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Sanji, we got this... We kind of answered this, but with Thiago Silva still out, would you consider Christensen? Yeah, uh, Christensen or Zuma. I think both of them are prone yeah. to rotation, uh, Aspie and Rudiger being the safer options. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, Sanji, who sent this last message, but man, I have no clue what the last few games have in store. My only dead certain cert is Linkard, who is smashing it in the league and a class above in internationals. So... Yeah, so um, we talked about this. I think, I I think his question is more along the lines of, like, what sort of players are you going to aim for or pick up, right? Um, especially for this late run-in, like, who are the players you want to target? Um, and, mm-hmm. I mean, we talk about this off-air, but it's, like, players that are fighting for Europe spots, right? Champions League, Europa League. Yeah. Uh, fighting for a golden boot race, right? Uh, 
Golden Glove for clean sheets. What is the Playmaker Award? Cadbury Playmaker Award for the assists. Yeah, um, yeah. You want to maybe pick up play- if you can't get those players specifically, get maybe players that play with those teammates, sort of thing, right? Um, mm-hmm. even relegation scrappers, right? You want you want to look out for them. The te- the teams that are like mid table, not saying like just go drop them and whatever because they have nothing to play for. Like they'll still come in with points for sure. But I mean, yeah, like you, I don't know, like you you want to just go for something like Lingard. He's playing for a European spot, right? In, in for for the England spot, yeah. So he's fighting for something there, right? Yeah. So you just kind of gotta identify what they're fighting for, really. So Ross, you want to touch on this, yeah? Uh, just like players from like I think Newcastle, I think you might still be able to get ASM and Callum Wilson. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously we mentioned Miggy too, but I think those have higher returns as well. So kind of keep an eye on those players. Yes, you might have if you want to go pick them up now if you're if they're available, like go for it. But you will have to kind of hold them up for a bit as they kind of come back from injury and get their uh get back into starting eleven. But I think those are a good shout. I think like Bryson and Burnley players too. Yeah, Brighton Burnley. So like, kind of keep an eye on like players like Vidra and uh, Brighton players like like Welbeck. I think they're still they're not like fully safe, right? So they can still kind of like go down. And I think one kind of great points getting players would be I don't know if that makes sense, but Fulham defense is I think one to kind of keep an eye out for, especially if they're going up against fellow contenders for relegation keep an eye out for that and i think you might still be able to kind of get a lot of points from them too yeah great points great points and that's it that's questions i think now we're actually done Mm -hmm. (laughs) now we're actually done (laughs) do we do the plug again (laughs) i don't know twitter at bantabee instagram at bantabee spotify google podcast (laughs) apple podcast banter boys and soundcloud Banter boys, go check us yeah, out. Just go listen right now. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, so we'll try to be in touch on Twitter because again, uh, gaming doesn't start till Saturday. So any burning questions, DM us, message us, come annoy us. We'll help you out. Uh, until then, good luck. Enjoy the rest of the international break. Uh, spend time with your family as much as possible. You know, stay safe. Wash your hands. Love each other. I don't know. I love you guys. I don't know. What yeah, else if you can get vaccinated, get vaccinated. All of that too. Yeah. Have you gotten vaccinated yet, mate? Uh, I'm getting vaccinated hopefully on Sunday. Oh. So fingers crossed. All right. Well, fingers crossed. Inshallah. Inshallah. All right. On that note, we will see you later. Peace. Peace.